0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Crush Your Goals with Christy podcast, the business podcast where you'll find clarity over confusion, community over competition, and the confidence to crush your goals. Each week, you'll get actionable business tips so that you can go from being stuck to building the business of your dreams. I'm your host, Christy Johnson, wedding photographer and business strategist, for creative entrepreneurs. I'm so excited you're here. Today we're going to talk about something that was asked by one of the people in my audience. They wanted to know how to delegate tasks and they were having trouble delegating and giving up that control. So I thought let's dive into that and talk about delegating in your business. We're going to cover the benefits of delegating, some of the most common myths associated with delegating tasks, how to make delegating easy, what you can delegate, and how to find someone to delegate to. We've got a lot to cover, but I want to keep this short because I know you're busy and you've got things to do, so let's dive right in. First, let's talk about the benefits of delegating. A huge one, obviously, probably the most obvious, is that it's going to reduce your stress. As business owners, we have so many things on our plates And it's really easy to get overwhelmed, especially during busy seasons. If you're like me in a seasonal industry, for me, I know that during the fall, I need to delegate more tasks than than maybe other times of the year, like the winter when I have more time. So it's going to reduce your stress. You really do not need to be doing everything in your business. (laughs) And if you can bring someone on to delegate, it's going to reduce your stress. Also, obviously, you're going to be able to get more work done when it's just, you know, when there's someone else working on the business with you, then not everything falls to you. And you can simply just get more things done, get more things um, out there. It is not a sign of weakness to have to delegate. It's actually a sign of strength and a sign of growth because you do not need to be doing everything, okay? It's also going to allow you to focus more on what you love. When you can delegate those tasks that you don't love doing, it opens up your schedule to give you more freedom and really focus on those tasks that you really want to to do, that you enjoy doing, that you like doing. So focusing on what you love is a huge benefit of delegating. Also, it's going to allow you to grow your business. When you have your time freed up, To focus on what you love, you can focus on those tasks that are going to be more profitable for your business rather than those things that are not making you money. So here's an example. For me, the way that I make money is by having new business strategy clients So people that I work with one-on-one and also by selling seats to my courses and my membership. I have two main products, my build your business cohort, which helps you build your business from the ground up, your service-based business. And then I have currently the business besties, the biz besties, Christie's biz besties, which is my membership for creative entrepreneurs. So I need to focus on selling those things, getting more people in the door to those things and Recently, I realized that I was spending all of my time posting my podcast episodes, writing blogs, and making graphics for Instagram. And those things are not directly making me money. Yes, it may build awareness of my brand, but I was spending so much time doing those. So I realized I needed to delegate. I needed to bring on a VA. So I brought someone on and I was able to spend more time actually creating courses and actually talking about my services with people, which in turn was going to grow my business. So I was able to focus on those more profitable tasks. When I was a photo editor, I would tell people all the time, "If you outsource the editing, it's great because I'm probably faster at it than you because I, I, it, it's my profession. So I have learned ways to make it go faster. I know how to do it really fast. And also because I don't have, like, I have that objective eye." So I am, it doesn't take me as long to kind of go through images and get those edited. So you can focus more on booking more clients, working with your clients, going out there and doing the photo shoots and I can spend the time on the editing. So it's going to increase your profitability. So those are some of the benefits of delegating. Reduce your stress, enable you to get more done. You can focus on what you love and you can grow your business by increasing your profitability and spending more times on those tasks that will make you money. Now, let's talk about some of the most common delegating myths. I think there are three major delegating myths and I just want to bust those right now. The first myth and the most common myth that I see is that they are not going to do as good of a job as you. This is completely false. And I think as business owners, we like to have our hands in everything. We like to have a like control of, every, of everything. I was talking recently at a business retreat and they were asking, why did you join, get into business? Why did you start your business? And I realized it's because I like to be in control. I don't like people telling me what to do. I like to do what I want to do. So one of the biggest things that I see holding people back from hiring and outsourcing Delegating is because they think, well, they're not going to do it as good as me. When in reality, a lot of times these, um, the people that you delegate to are going to do a better job than you because this is what they do day in and day out. You may be good at it, but maybe they're better because this is their actual business. This is what they do. They have more experience because they're doing it for lots of people, okay? Now, also, you might think, well, they're not going to be as good as you and maybe Maybe they're not gonna do it exactly as you and in your mind as the business owner, you think, well, that's not as good. But I have heard people say that they realized once they let go of control, then then the people that they hired were able to do their work to the best of their ability and it was amazing. Sometimes that micromanaging is, is not allowing people to show up as their be- best and show you their best work. And also... I do think that sometimes you do have to care just a little bit less to get things done. I'm not saying to focus on mediocrity or to accept work that is mediocre. But if you are constantly micromanaging things, you're going to just drive yourself crazy and your clients are probably not going to be able to tell the slight five percent difference that there is between your work and the person that you're outsourcing to. Now that's not to say that everyone is going to be like that. That leads me to my second myth is that you'll find the person right away. Sometimes it actually takes a good amount of working through things, working through um, different tasks with people and seeing how they do it to find your right person. You may not find the right person right away. This is why it's so important to anticipate your busy season before it gets there and find someone before that. So you don't want to be right on, right there in the middle of busy season trying to find someone and you realize that they're not delivering the quality work that you want. So prepare for this in advance. You might have to talk with a couple of people and give them work before you, before landing on the person that's going to be your person. And that's 100% okay. There may be lots of things that go into your decision, maybe personality differences, or maybe you just need someone who does things slightly different. That's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that. A lot of times people think, oh, I can delegate this task. It's going to be incredible right away. Well, that's not always the case. You you know, it's like finding a, a therapist. You might have to talk to a couple of people to find that perfect fit or finding your favorite restaurant. You know, you try a couple of restaurants, a few of them before you lean on your favorite. Okay, and then the third myth is that you won't have to do any work at all once you hire them. A lot of people think they can just pass it off and it will get done, but maybe you actually didn't give them enough clear instructions to get their task done. So you do have to do some things before you hire them, and then also you still have to step into that manager role. How do you communicate clearly when there's something that wasn't done to your standards? How do you communicate that in a kind way and compassionate way in a way that's going to make it easy for them to understand you don't want to be the kind of person that says oh I don't like this and leave it at that can you clearly say why this didn't work out for you and give them an alternative so you're going to have to step into that manager role which is a different skill in and of itself and if you're not able to to do things like that and be a manager that's totally okay you can actually hire an online business manager i'm going to be stepping into the role of online business manager little sneak peek for you guys i haven't announced this anywhere and i'm going to be able to do those types of tasks for clients where maybe they don't have the time to manage or maybe they're not as good at managing other people or managing their tasks you can actually outsource this type of thing as well to an online business manager so you do have to do some work setting them up for success and explaining your process in the right way because When you're hiring someone like a virtual assistant, you're gonna have to tell them, hey, this is what I do, this is how I want you to do it. If you just give them vague instructions, they're not gonna know how to do it and you're gonna be disappointed in their work and that's not their fault, it's probably your fault for not giving them the information that they need to succeed and being able to give constructive criticism in a kind way and knowing what tasks to focus on, that's still your job as the manager of the business. So the top three myths myths are that they won't be as good as you, that you'll find the person right away and you won't have to do any work once you hire them. So let's move into how to make delegating easy. How can you make it easy for that person, set them up for success so that maybe you can have that right person just come into your business way easier and step into that manager role. Number one is for the tasks that you're delegating, record yourself doing it with a Zoom video or a Loom video. And Loom is free for five minute videos, so you can use Zoom for videos that are gonna be longer. Actually film yourself going through it and also narrate what you're doing as you're doing it, okay? Say, okay, first I open up this this tool and here's what I do next I do this and this is what I'm doing and then film yourself doing it that way they can see exactly what you do and know what you expect from them then you also want to write down every single step from that video you can actually outsource this if you want you can have it be transcribed using a tool like timmy.com t-e-m-i you can have it transcribe the audio and then you can just edit it or you can just go through and say, I do this, I do that, then this, and then that, and write down every step to set them up for success. And then you want to update these standard operating procedures sops every single year because a lot of times you may change make changes to your process and then when you try to bring in a new team member and you're like oh this is not quite right on the on the document or this is said wrong in the video make sure you're updating it at least once a year it's better to do it once a quarter or twice a year but at least once a year so that's how you can make delegating easily by recording yourself doing it writing down every step that you do for that task And then making sure that you keep them updated at least once a year. That way, when you bring in a new person, you can just say, hey, here's all the tasks that I want you to do. Here's exactly how to do it. And they're going to be able to do it easily. Okay. You also want to give regular avenues for feedback say hey how is this for you did I give you enough information and then also communicate some feedback that you might have for them and how to tweak the process if they need a little bit more help or you want them to do something else remember you're this manager now so you need to be able to tell them and communicate with them what you want done in a way that is going to be most effective now here are five things to delegate if you are not sure what you can what you want to delegate Here are five things you can delegate. Number one, repetitive tasks that don't necessarily require your expertise. So these are things like graphics, making graphics, blogging, posting things. So what I was doing with my podcast editor, I would record the podcast and then there's a transcript. So I would prepare this for them. I also like to choose what videos go out on my Instagram but you could let go of that control and have them do that for you. So what I would do is I would say, this is the video that needs to go out on Monday. This is the video that needs to go out on Tuesday. Here's the full episode. They would, um, and it's super easy for me to edit the episode. Just like I just pop in the intro. That's pretty much it. But you could edit outsource the editing if you wanted to. So I would give them that. And what they would do is they would create all of the graphics. I had templates for the graphics. They would create that. They would schedule them. They would, um, create captions based on my outline. They would write a blog post based on my outline. So I would give an outline for the episode and they would write the blog post. And then I was writing the email copy because I really like to write the email copy. Even though they totally could have, that was something that I liked to do. I would write that and then they would schedule out the email. So those were things like repetitive tasks that are happening every single week that don't require my expertise. So you can outsource that. You can also outsource things that you don't like to do. If there's something that you're just like, oh, I hate that, outsource it. Let someone else do it. Let someone who enjoys that type of thing do it for you. You can also outsource tasks that take you a long time to do. Maybe you enjoy it, but it just takes you so long and you think, oh, I'm getting bogged down by this. I really need to find someone to, to pass this along to. Then you can outsource that. Also, you can outsource or delegate things that you keep pushing off or things that keep not getting done. So for me, I kept not being able to get those graphics out for my podcast. So I knew I need to outsource this. So things that you keep pushing off, maybe, maybe something has been on your to-do list for a really long time. Can you outsource that? Delegate that to someone else, or are there things that keep not getting done? Delegate that to someone else. And then lastly, On my list, there's obviously more things you can, but just in my top five would be things that keep you from doing your true work. What is your calling? What is it that lights you up? What are you passionate about? And what is it that you're built to do? Ask yourself these questions. Do some soul searching. Figure out what your true work is. And is there anything that's keeping you from doing that? It could be something like meal planning or house cleaning or something like that, I use HelloFresh because for me, meal planning and grocery shopping takes up a lot of mental energy for me. And if I have to spend time doing that, it's keeping me from booking more clients or doing the things that I'm passionate about. So that's something that I delegate just by subscribing to HelloFresh. And I can put a link in here for you to get a discount. I'll put that in the show notes. So let me just go over those five things again, repetitive tasks that don't require you things that you don't like to do, things that take you a long time to do, things that you keep pushing off or that keep not getting done and things that keep you from doing your true work. Those are some things that you can delegate. And now lastly, let's talk about how to find someone to delegate to. An easy way to find someone is just by searching on Instagram. You can go into the search bar and type virtual assistant or online business manager or systems expert or something like that and just like, Scroll on their Instagram, see if you like their vibe, if you like their content that they're posting, check out the website and see if you just click with it. There's nothing wrong with going with someone that you feel a connection to. You can also search on Facebook groups. If there are any Facebook groups that you, can, that you are in, you can do a search there or you can make a post. And so the way that I found my copywriter that I work with, Ashley Greeno, is I made a post in the Rising Tide Society Facebook group that said I was looking for a copywriter. I got a lot of responses. Well, Ashley went the extra mile. She messaged me on Facebook, but she also sent in a a form through my website, an inquiry form, a contact form. And so when I went to my inbox, she was the only one there in my inbox. So I really liked that she went the extra mile And we connected immediately and I went with her and she's been great. So that was just by posting on Facebook groups. And then you can also just ask your colleagues. So you can say, hey, have you ever worked with a VA before? Have you ever worked with someone to delegate tasks before? Who do you use? Who do you like? And get their feedback because then you have like a personal connection. You know if they like them and um, if you will enjoy working with them. So I think it's always a good idea to do Uh, a test project or see if they can go what their process is if they go one month or something like that um, so that you can try it out because again it may not be the first person that you try So I hope this was helpful for you. We talked about the benefits of delegating, some delegating myths, how to make delegating easy, five things to delegate, and how to find someone to delegate to. If you have any questions, you can always send me an email at christy at christyjohnsoncreative.com. Thanks again for listening. And if you have any ideas for podcast episodes, shoot me a message on Instagram at christyjohnsoncreative. I would love to hear from you. All right. See you next time.